Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua, and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angel Nablah, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Vessie Walker and the Disneyland Band standing around the hub filled with red flowers. In the background, you can see Sleeping Beauty Castle. On the back, it reads, Disneyland Band, Director Vessie Walker. With Sleeping Beauty Castle as a background, the Disneyland Band entertains with a concert providing happy memories of days gone by when most small towns had band concerts in the park on Sunday afternoons. It's postmarked July 29, 1967, with a Stockton Can-Do Navy Seabees 25th Anniversary Cancel and a 4-cent black-and-white Lincoln postage stamp, Scott number 1282. I assume they visit the park on Friday, July 28, 1967, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m., the weather was a high of 91 and a low of 68. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. P. Dressel of Pacific Grove, California. It reads, Good morning. Had a nice trip to Judy's. She had a nice dinner. Got home 10 o'clock. Thanks for having us. Found everyone well. Stay well. Love, Mary and Carol. Mary and Carol were at the park just before the opening of Adventures Through Inner Space. This attraction was supposed to open with New Tomorrowland in March of 1967, but had a delayed opening in the summer and officially opened on August 5, 1967. It replaced Monsanto's Hall of Chemistry, which was located to the right-hand side immediately after entering Tomorrowland from the hub. The attraction was still sponsored by Monsanto and began development before Walt Disney's passing in 1966. Monsanto's Dr. Charles Allen Thomas worked with Walt to develop an attraction which looked inward towards the atom and how it affects people's lives. This was counter to the current interest of outer space and the space race which had been in the popular zeitgeist. Adventures Through Inner Space was further developed and brought to the park with the help of Imagineers Claude Coates, Ed Johnson, and Exitensio. X worked on the script and narration for the attraction. Paul Fries, known for voicing many Disney characters, narrated the attraction with the concept that he was the first person to experience the mighty microscope and his thoughts were captured and suspended in this micro-realm. The ride vehicles were Omnimovers built by Aero Development. Bob Gurr holds a patent for the ride system and shell-shaped vehicles. The ride vehicles were named Atommobiles and are basically blue versions of the Haunted Mansion ride vehicles, which are known as Doom Buggies. 
123 automobiles sped along a 682-foot track at 1.2 miles per hour. Guess what bored the moving attraction from a moving walkway? It's noted in an e-ticket magazine article that the loading walkway was adjusted to be 10% slower than the moving ride vehicles, as guests were prone to hurry to board their automobiles. The attraction took guests into the mighty microscope, which would shrink them down to explore water molecules in a snowflake. Guests would begin by seeing snowflakes grow larger and larger as they continued to shrink. Eventually, guests would see water molecules and then shrink more to see the atoms that make the molecule. The snowflake being observed would begin to melt and guests would be pulled out of the microscope and grown back to normal size. Finally, the song Miracle Through Molecules, written by the Sherman Brothers, would begin to play as you exit the attraction, with advertisements about what Monsanto has created. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a theme stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the India section for It's a Small World. You can see the children dancing to the right of the reflection pool, some flying carpets, and the small world Taj Mahal in the back. On the back it reads, India's mystery and beauty are captured by a quintet of young bejeweled dancers as guests sail through the Middle East in Disneyland's It's a Small World attraction. It's postmarked August 8, 1967, with a Los Angeles Can-Do Navy Seabees 25th anniversary cancel and two postage stamps, a one-cent green Washington postage stamp, it's got number 1031, and the second, five-cent George Washington postage stamp, it's got number 1213. I assume they visit the park on Monday, August 7th, 1967, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 81 and a low of 66. It's addressed to the Guardian Life Insurance Company, Personnel Department of New York, New York. It reads, Hi. Having a ball, and glad you're not here. See you all too soon. Love, Sophie. Sophie could have easily enjoyed the newly opened Adventures Through Inner Space. This attraction was free to ride when it opened. Adults could get in line and ride the attractions at any time. Children, however, had a special ticket in their ticket book for this attraction. With the ticket, they could ride it by themselves, but needed an adult if they wanted to ride it again. This was to stop children from riding unsupervised all day long. Looking at my 1967 fall-winter Disneyland map, it describes the attraction as a thrilling trip into the world of the atom and lists it in the free shows and exhibits. Looking at a slightly older map from 1967, it lists the attraction as Monsanto Magic Microscope in the Tomorrowland section of the map and Adventures Through Inner Space in the back free shows and exhibits section. Magic Microscope and Micro World were two of the names also considered for the attraction. In my fall-winter 1972-1973 map, Adventures Through Inner Space was changed from a free attraction to a C-ticket attraction. Monsanto's sponsorship ended in September of 1977, and Adventures Through Inner Space closed on September 2, 1985, to make room for Star Tours. I would love to see a version of this attraction added to Avengers Campus with Ant-Man narrating.
This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a sketch of various toys used as concept art for Toy Story 3, illustrated by Bob Polly in 2007. It's postmarked June 12, 2023, with an Orlando, Florida cancel and two postage stamps, a two-cent Meyer Lemon postage stamp, Scott number 5256, and a 46-cent Patriotic Star postage stamp, Scott number 4749. It reads, Hey Clocky, been to the parks lately? We finally got to ride Tron in Magic Kingdom about three weeks ago. It's an amazing ride, but seems very short. Felt like 30 seconds. Other than that, I've switched to hosting Monday nights, and we've been learning how to roller skate since January. I can finally go backwards without falling. Ha. Allison and Pepito. Thank you so much for the postcard, Allison and Pepito. I am so far behind on watching Art Throwdown, I'll have to tune in on a Monday soon. I was able to ride Tron Light Cycle Power Run in Shanghai, and I'm impressed it made it over to the States. It's super fun, but also super fast. I rode it three times in a row because there was no line for the attraction on a random day during the off-season. I'm very curious to see if they also have a recovery zone at the Florida version. The recovery zone was a flat bench, a water fountain, and some emergency-use bags for nausea. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sentfromdisneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 